Welcome to another episode of Sports and Discourse with your host, Derek Stevenson. I don't even know where to begin, guys. Uh, I'm pretty sure y'all was watching the game just like I was, and I was kind of in disbelief. Uh, you know, I had been hearing reports that Cal was experimenting with these certain lineups. Uh, I heard that he was talking about playing Livingston and uh, a dude Thero together. And then we didn't really see that. He had ran some plays, experimented with some different sets, ran some presses, different things like that against FAMU, and then we didn't see it. Uh, I thought we were trying new stuff. I thought we were getting ready to take a turn, and it just looks like we went backwards again. And I don't want to be disrespectful to Missouri because I actually think uh, Missouri's just a better team than Kentucky, honestly. They, uh, they got more ball handlers. They got tougher, more physical players. They bigger and stronger. Um, yeah, it wouldn't shock me if, uh, if Kentucky played them again in the SEC tournament and lost, um, Missouri's probably going to, uh, you know, they're probably going to crack the top 25 and they might end up moving up even higher. You know what I'm saying? Um, Kentucky's going backwards. Kentucky's probably going to be out of the top 25. Um, Kentucky only got one quality win against Michigan. It's looking real bad, man. And one thing that I got to really just start being honest about is, to me, this team is not one of those teams where they say, look at all of that talent. Uh, I don't really know if this team has a whole lot of talent on it. Now, there's teams that that Cal's had that have been extremely talented and he dropped the ball with them. But I don't know if I really see that with this team. To me, this team plays like a bunch of guys that really should be playing mid-major level basketball that ended up on Kentucky. Um, And I'm not trying to be really disrespectful to the players, but I'm just talking about consistency-wise, right? Like, individually, they all are capable of, you know, having some good moments here and there, having a game or two where they play well. But what separates, you know, the different levels of basketball to me is the consistency. And we really only got one or two guys that's consistently going to do something close uh, to their normalcy every night. And that's Casey Wallace and... Oscar Sheway. And if if them two players aren't having extremely good games, we probably are going to be in a dogfight or in a position to lose to anybody we play. We can't win games without them two guys playing extremely well. And we just haven't found that third guy that we can just depend on, man. Like some games Wheeler does some good things, but then he does bad things. Um, 
topping. You know, like tonight, he really didn't get nothing done. Didn't block any shots. Didn't play any good defense, really. Ware gave us a little bit, uh, but Ware still gets pushed around and bullied a lot more than I feel like he should at this uh, stage in his career, man. Like, there's just a lot of times where I feel like, you know, guys driving the ball and go straight through his body easily and score. Um, but he, he plays hard, you know. <laughs> I mean, he did what what about what I expected from him. Maybe a little bit better. Chris Livingston, um, you know, he had been playing. He had a, a, a little stretch there for two or three games where he was pray, playing really, really well. And then he looked lost tonight. Uh, just couldn't really get nothing done. Um, you know, he was so uh, out of sync that he actually double dribbled the ball. And, I mean, it was, it was crazy. Like, he... <laughs> Like, he dribbled the ball up the court, I think, to beat the press. And then he picked it up. And then he literally, like, got lost in his train of thought and just started dribbling it again, man. And, I mean, to me, that's just, um, just you know what I'm saying? Like, just not having a sense of urgency and being, you know, present in every single moment at and I mean, like, you, you got to have guys out there that's mentally tough, that are aware of and and take every possession um, very seriously. You know what I mean? Like, you just got to have your head in the game. You can't be, like, double dribbling the ball at this stage in the game. Um, you know, he's, a, he's always been a high-level player. Uh, and I just expect better concentration from him than that. You know, a lot of guys didn't really touch the court. CJ got out there for a little bit. He, uh, it looked like he dislocated his his finger. Didn't get anything out of him. Hope he's all right though. Um, Reeves didn't really get anything done. The one bright spot. Of, of the whole entire game that actually I was encouraged by was a dude Thero actually finally got to play some real quality minutes, right? And uh, you may not be aware of this, but I had made a, a video, like a co couple videos back, and I was talking about his, his growing pains and different things like that. And my, one of my sources had told me that that's why he wasn't playing. Well, his father, apparently he saw my video and he he commented and he told me that Adu is 100% healthy. So that kind of left me confused because I was like, well, if he's healthy, then I just don't even understand why he's not getting an opportunity. Because, you know, over the summer, every time I seen him, he seemed to play all right. And like I said, I think he, the second game in the Bahamas, he was player of the game. So I was confused the whole entire time as why he wasn't playing. And finally, he got to play, and he actually helped him, man. He looked good. You know, he looked confident. He made a, he made some, some good plays. He hustled, scrapped on both ends of the court. He, he needs to start playing more. 
Um, I know Cal probably has made promises to try to get some of these players to the NBA, but Cal, you got to win some games, man. Like, and I, I know that, that we won eight games we lost four. So it's not, it's not the end of the road. Like we can still salvage and try to make a good season of this. But the thing that's scary is, is I don't know how much better they can actually get. Um, but like I said, I, it was encouraging to actually see a dude get some run, man. And I hope that finally he's going to, I I would like to see him start the next game. Um, just see what the kid can do, man. He, he hustles, he plays, he makes shit happen. So, just let him get just let him get a chance. Like everybody else has gotten a chance. Except except for Damian Collins. Like Damian Collins I don't know if Damian Collins started any games or not. Um I'd have to go back and look, but seems like everybody else has really gotten an opportunity. Um Anyenzo's gotten a little bit. He hasn't got a a big opportunity, but he got way more than a dude Thero. I think they said tonight was only the fifth game that he's actually played in. And he looked good, man. So, I mean, he looked better than a whole lot of the other ones that's getting really, that's really getting to play. So, I would love going forward for Cal to just see what the guy got, man. Like, just turn him loose and uh, let him go try to get you something, man. <laughs> like, because at this point, I don't really know what the answer is. Um, it's just, it's scary because. Like I said, I think Missouri is just better than Kentucky. And if we got teams in the SEC that's not even ranked that's better than Kentucky, and we still going to have to play Alabama, we still got to play Tennessee, we still got to play Arkansas, um, it's just getting scary. Because now I'm like, how many games can we actually win in the SEC? Um, I, I don't believe we can win the SEC tournament based on how we look right now. We're going to have to make a a drastic improvement. And I don't want to just completely give up on the team, but it just looks bad right now. Um, we got to, we got to, we have to figure something out, man. Like Calipari has got to do something different. Um, I don't even know what the answer is, man. Like if they're going to, if he's going to just have them play like that every game, uh, they're going to lose a lot. Um, they might, they might, they might end up losing. They might end up losing, uh, three to five more easy. So we'll see. Um, this next month is is going to be brutal, man. We we could um this next month of January could actually determine and shape the outcome of this season. Um cuz it's going to be a a very tough part of our schedule. So we got to really like dig in. We got to get committed. We got to get dedicated. Like we got to play hard. We got to play physical. We can't be soft. We got to really get busy. If we want to try to make something of this season. Otherwise, we're going to just have to wait till 2023, man. But anyways, uh, another disappointing loss for Kentucky. We got destroyed. 
by Missouri in, the, in our SEC opener. You guys let me know what you think in the comments. Let me know how you feeling. Uh, we'll get back at it next time. Sports and Discourse with Derek Stevenson.